Welcome to the HBK High Performance Podcast with Michael B. Ross, a podcast designed to help leaders develop the character, skills, and passion needed to lead fulfilled and impactful lives. Here's Michael. Well, good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. This is Michael B. Ross, and I want to welcome you to the HBK High Performance Podcast. I hope the sun is shining and the birds are chirping in your life, and I hope all your dreams are coming true. Before we get started, as I always like to mention, if you hear one good thought, one good phrase, one good quote, or one good idea from this podcast, I would like to ask you to put that thought, phrase, idea, or quote into absolute immediate action. It is the application of our education that makes the biggest difference in our world, and I don't want any of you to be a person that looks back on their life with regret. The number one regret of the dying is I did not live a life true to who I knew I should be. I instead live my life based on the expectations of others. Today, I wanted to talk to you about growing from the culture out. We as individuals to have a fulfilled life, which is more important to me than anything else, to have a fulfilled organization that grows and thrives, we have to have certain elements in place to do that. There are five specific elements that I want to talk to you about today. Here in Ohio, the warmth of the Christmas season and the Thanksgiving season is really from the inside out because we're starting to spend time with family. We're starting to think about gifts and appreciation for others. And for most of us, we're ready to turn the page on 2020 because it was a really, really rough year for a lot of us and move into the next season. So I love this time of year. And so it is appropriate that we talk about growing from the inside out. I, I think the most important question I have to ask as we get into this, as you think about growing a business and really doing that from the inside out, is we've got to ask ourselves a very important question is why do we get paid? Why is it that our organizations make money in the marketplace? Well, the main thing is, is we get paid for bringing value to the marketplace. We get paid for resolving mankind's deficiencies in your way. And if you are not contributing to resolving mankind's deficiencies, wants, needs, or desires, you're probably not going to be in business for very long. People who are selfish, self-centered, and self-absorbed in their organizations or in their personal life, they don't do well in business very long because to sustain in business, you truly have to work for fulfillment over competition. Living for fulfillment creates fulfillment energy, not just for you, but for others. And we do that by bringing value to the marketplace. And the only way we can bring value to the marketplace is from the inside out. Most of the values that you see in a product or a service comes from the internal value that someone else has and brings to the marketplace. Products or the quality of a product, the derivation of the word quality comes from the word character, which simply means that the product or service that you put into the marketplace is a reflection of the quality of the person who made it. So if you are not living for fulfillment energy and you're living out of competitive energy where you're trying to get versus give, your 
energy will not sustain and the chances are you're not going to be in business very long. And the research shows that 94% of businesses do not make it to 10 years. So most businesses shut down before the 10 year mark and 78% of businesses do not last five years. So why is that? Because most people engage me as a, as a consultant, a coach, or a leader to help them in a time of crisis. And what I, what I find to be true 90 plus percent of the time is when an organization is struggling, they're forgetting why they're in business in the first place. They are struggling of being in the, the purpose behind why they're in business. So remember, you get paid by bringing value to the marketplace. So I wanna to talk to you about five values that you and any business can bring to the marketplace. Five specifically, and these five you should talk to your teams about, you should really evaluate your teams around these things, you should spend time talking about them and, and encouraging our teams to live them better for us to develop them further. So number one is the word character. Each one of us should improve our character. Now what is character? Character means the mark or stamp on a coin which is hammered out by a chisel. And our character is determined by other people. And we need character because there are other people in the world. Now, your character is developed and established over time when you make consistent good or bad decisions. So if somebody is sent to prison for embezzlement, for example, it isn't a singular action normally of embezzlement that caused them to go to jail or be imprisoned. It was a series of bad decisions done over time and done in total cognition and awareness. They knew exactly what they were doing wrong. And therefore, when they're sent to jail as a society, we call them a criminal, which is not the character that somebody wants to be known by versus a person that we see as upstanding and an excellent person. There's so often times in business where I'm being introduced to somebody and somebody says they're a great person. They're the type of person that you wanna be around and I wanna introduce them to you because I think that you'll really add value to them and they'll add value to you. I think it's a great time for a relationship. Character, we need it because there's other people in the world and every action we take, whether we know it or not, whether we like it or not, affects other people. It is imperative that we think about the consequences of our actions and the more that we take action in order to benefit those around us, the better character we're going to have. So when you think in service and not in terms of being served, you will have great character in society. And it's very important that if we're going to grow our businesses from the inside out, it's not just a culture is not top-down mandates that you must live character. Culture is bottom-up, top-down, meaning every person, every individual in a culture matters. Everyone matters and everybody's character matters. I was just at a store earlier today and I walked up, it's a retail store, and I walked up and the person at the counter 
had an awful attitude. It's, it never ceases to amaze me that the client-facing person is not given a lot of attention or a lot of instruction on when somebody comes in, here's how we greet. Now, maybe they brush that over, but that is so essential to my view of that organization is that interaction. I will probably not go back to that place because there are two other businesses that are like that business. I would rather go to the other places because at least I'll have a chance to have better customer service. If that person has bad customer service, that is an indication of a bad culture. Character is the first indication and, and how we act towards our customers is the first indication of our culture and what people view us as. So character is so important. The second thing we need in order to grow our businesses from the culture out, to bring more value to the marketplace, is ideas. Victor Hugo once said that there is nothing more valuable than an idea whose time has come. As a consultant, as a customer service representative, as a leader, as someone in your organization that holds a great position that is, that is doing work that impacts and affects the lives of others. You are a solution provider. You are a person that has creative and ingenious ideas. You're a person who can solve problems. And ideas are oftentimes the substance, it is the energy behind the substance that we create for our clients. Most products that do really well in the marketplace come from the energy of ideas that anticipated a problem that clients have or might have in the future. So ideas are highly valuable to our organization to becoming the culture that we want that grows from the inside out is you've got to have ideas perpetuating at all times. Bad cultures, they have a few people at the top. It's like an aristocracy and proletariat. A couple of the people on the top come up with all the ideas and then they dump them on everybody else. Great cultures gather and encourage ideas to be shared at every level, at every level. They never hold back. They don't suppress, they validate, they're able to be vulnerable. But organizations that suppress ideas will not have a great culture. You must have great ideas. So number one is character, number two is ideas, number three is communication. If you are gonna grow your culture from the inside out, you must have excellent communication. It can't be average, it can't be good in pockets, it can't be good in crisis and not good in proactive times. You can't be great reactively and bad proactively. You must be fussy about your communication. And James Hume said that the art of communication is the language of leadership. That is the number one skill of a leader. If you are listening to this today and you are wondering what you can do to improve your communication, I'm gonna tell you today. You sit down with team members and you ask them effective questions. Ask them questions that matter to your company. Ask them about your communication. Ask them how you can communicate better. Ask them what we need to do to create better systems of communication in the organization. Ask them where we're falling short and ask them for their ideas. How you communicate well as you start connecting with people.
connection, as I said earlier, with ideas, it comes down to you being vulnerable and getting other people to be vulnerable and then validating one another and then taking that vulnerability and validation, creating a common vision. Communication is simple. If you will communicate and communicate more often, you'll become a better communicator, but it can't be one-sided. You must ask great quality questions and effective questions and listen and hear people and validate them. Communication is number three. And then number four is the other thing that brings value to the marketplace that'll help us lead our culture to growth from the inside out is relationships. Relationships are the bridges where value is transferred. My dad says that all the time. I think it's a great saying is relationships are the bridges over which values are transferred. And relationships in the marketplace are your most valuable asset. So this means you must be proactive in connecting with people. I encourage people to connect with three people every single day. It may be people you connect with regularly. It may be people you haven't talked to normally, maybe a current client that you haven't talked to in a week or two, but make it a part of your day that you're gonna connect with three people a day. It'll take you less than 15 minutes a day. But most people don't do this. They don't connect with people regularly because they feel like it's gonna take a lot more time than it does. You don't have to, you can put a timer on for four minutes and call somebody and catch up with them, see how they're doing, ask them a few questions, listen, banter back and forth about something, whatever it is, and then hang up the phone. It's very, very simple. But most people have limited connections because they feel like they're busier than what they are. We. We are not essentialists as leaders and as a society. We have so many distractions keeping us from the most important thing in the marketplace, which is relationships. Think about this. It's not what you know, it's who you know. You can know a lot of things if you don't have the right people who can help you enact them or you don't have the amount of people that you need to purchase a product or service that you provide, you're out of business relationships are so important to growing from the culture out. It's so important that we have quality relationships because that brings value to the marketplace. And if you don't have the relationships, you can't bring value. So relationships have to be a priority for us at all times. And then the last thing, number five is risk. So we have number one, which is character. Number two, ideas. Number three, communication. Number four, relationships. And number five is risk, if we're gonna grow from the culture out. Risk, as I said earlier with relationships, it's, it's vulnerability, it's putting yourself out there. It's allowing yourself to take a chance. Great deeds are usually wrought at great risk. That was from the ancient philosopher Herodotus, is great deeds are usually wrought at great risks. I have a lot of stories about great risks that entrepreneurs who I've coached and even myself, I left corporate America without a job. I just knew that I had to go start something of my own. When I resigned from my company in corporate America, I had nothing on the back end. I just knew I had to leave and I knew I had to burn the boats and burn the bridges and put myself out there. And eventually I started my own business and I was able to be successful because I took a risk.
If you're afraid to fail, you will fail by not trying. I heard Gary Vaynerchuk say this one time. I thought it was very, very wise. He said, most people in business, they may risk like five times a year. And maybe they're four for five and they're, they, they're really successful ostensibly. They don't, they don't do anything big, but they're ostensibly successful because every time they take a risk and it's a very mitigated risk and it's a very, very calculated risk. And, and when they take the risk, it's like a barely an error margin. So they're successful. And so they're four out of five and their record every year is four, four and one. They, they don't do well on one and they're, they're great on, on four. He says, I want to be like, I don't know, 100 and, 128 and 45. You know, I would rather risk, you know, near 200 times a year and always be trying something new and, and fail 10 times more than other people even try because I know the more I fail, the better I'm going to become and the faster rate of failure, the more I'm going to be successful. And that is so true that we've got to take risks. We got to try. We got to try new things. You've got to dust yourself off and get back up and create this internal fortitude. We're so scared to fail in our society. We're so hard on ourselves. We lead with judgment, guilt, and shame. And we're so quick as a society when somebody fails to laugh at them or to mock them or to post something on social media that's passive aggressive, but we put the hashtag, you know who you are. If you're going to be a leader, if you're going to be a culture that grows and thrives from the inside out, risk cannot be what holds you back. You've got to risk big time. You've got to go for it. Go all in. Now, be careful in this that you don't just risk for the sake of risk. Use logic with your emotion. Use logic in order to really hammer out the risks that you're going to take so you do mitigate any failure you could have. But even in risking, even in risking, you may not get to the pinnacle level you imagine when you start. But here's what I do know. I know every one of you on this podcast today could do 100 push-ups. And I don't mean you could do 100 push-ups right away, but I know this. If I give you an amount of time and I say, do 10 at a time, each of you could do 10 and 10 and 10 and 10 and 10, 10 times until you get to 100. All of you could do 100 push-ups in a day. Well, think about that in, in the rate of risk is risk. And if you don't hit your mark, dust yourself off and try again and try again and try again and try again. There's something called the law of nines. It takes nine failures to reach your desired level of success. But along the way, you're having successes. It just may not reach the level that you want right away. But you got to risk. You got to try. I love in our society, and listen, I'm being straight with you right now. There's so many people who think that success should be handed to them. And people just expect that they walk into the marketplace and you should just do business with them or you should just win because I showed up. That isn't how society works. You have got to get out there and you've got to keep trying. You've got to push yourself and you've got to stand out if you're going to have success. So again, I gave you five ways that you bring value to the marketplace and that is character, building great character because there's other people in the world. The next one is ideas. Making sure, like Victor Hugo said, that nothing is more valuable than an idea whose time has come. 
The next is communication. This is the number one skill of all leaders. If you have a great leader, you will see that he has great communication. Communication is an art and a skill, and it must be learned, and it's gotta be something that you personally learn yourself in your way. You don't need to communicate like me or any other leader. You need to communicate like you, but you need to be the best you you can be in communication. Next is relationships. You've gotta make connections. You've got to be around people. You've gotta constantly be developing and furthering your relationships, and then finally, like I said, you've gotta risk. No great deed happens without great risk. And the more you risk, the more success you will have. So these are the five ways that you can bring value to the marketplace and you can start building and growing your organization from the culture out. I hope this was beneficial to you today and I sure can't wait to talk to you next time on the HBK High Performance Podcast. Be sure to take immediate action on the ideas that compelled you from today's podcast. For information about the courses, resources, and services available from HBK High Performance, visit hbkln.com.